Welcome, Oncers. You have discovered the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Colleen Roney. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> is this thing on? Now it is. Oh, boy. Well, hello, everyone. Yes, we, we <laughs> said is, that already. This is Jeff and Colleen. We have returned from the land of magical everything. Mm-hmm. This is the first thoughts for two episodes. The episode entitled Birth and the episode entitled The Bear King. Yes. That's different than... Never mind. Uh, all right. So this is podcast episode <laughs> 305. Mm-hmm. And the show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 305. Before I go on, I think I need to play a little bit of this music. And let's just take a few breaths. Let's just relax. Let's just remember... This is just part of the show. Even though we don't understand a lot of things, even though things happen to Captain Swan and there may be other little romances kind of blooming, just relax. This is Once Upon a Time. It's supposed to be a a fun show that we really enjoy watching. Wow, this is really taking me back to my childhood. Yes. Very, I just I want very 60s, I want very 70s. all the folks that are really angry and just churning and tweeting and facebooking and tumbling just to listen to this music and just relax. We're there with you. There's things that we don't understand either and it's just this is going to be a wild first thoughts. I just want to tell so, you. So so here here's my very first thing that I have to say. Yeah. The way it was promoted, yeah. the way I interpreted the way it was promoted yep. was that it was a two-hour special because it was part one and part two of something. Yes. Now, shame on me for not looking at the titles. But again, you know, what do we know, right? Titles don't right. always mean anything. Yes. They don't always, you know, have part one, part two, you know, like they did with Operation Mongoose last season. Um, but but bottom line is it seemed to me that this was supposed to be – the first hour was the first half of the episode, and the second half, the second hour was the second half of the episode. Yes, and this was very clearly two completely different episodes. Absolutely, and yes, I think the only thing that connected the two, and I don't want to go too deep, is just Arthur and Zelina. Really, pretty much. That's those pretty are, much. Yeah, this is what I call a transition or filler episode. The second one is the transition slash filler episode that gets us to the next piece because they have yes, to explain correct. something that's coming up. But uh, but right? it all, I, let, let's not jump too far. The only thing I will say in, in that's in all I want to say about it right now is it did finish Merida's story. Sure, it that's did. that's all Absolutely. I want to say. But like right I said, now. this is a it didn't though. It sort of did, but it sort of didn't because this okay. is a transition piece to what's coming. Right. In the future. True. Don't know how far into the future, but it's coming, right? So, it, it, but again, it just, the uh, when the when episode two started, I just kind of went, uh, uh, yeah, I wait, know. what? I, I pulled a book from Anna, uh, Frozen, Anna. Yep. 
shows you to say, wait, what? All right. So let's not jump too far ahead. Let's actually jump back. Yeah. Like all the title little cards we saw two years before, two years after, Uh, some years before, some after. You know, just like Josh and Steph from the Once Upon a a Time podcast, their neck was hurting because it was going. And my neck hurt it tonight. I've never seen so many back and forth and back and forth and all this. I think there was a continuity problem because I think they had one of the two years earlier cards showing and it wasn't two years earlier. I I don't know. I've flipping lost track of seven where we years were. and five no, years and some that. and then two and no, no, no. i don't know it was they so. were jumping between the present and the past the problem is is they weren't jumping properly i think there's a massive communication problem and i think that was too much that's all i'm gonna say about adam that. hire me to work on the graphics and and we'll we'll make sure that i we keep it straight with well, the writers anyway all. yeah um, all right so let's talk about episode one right yeah now. let's talk about birth yeah the initial episode that really kind of culminated in the birth of Zelina's child and Robin's child. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the beginning of the episode. I really thought it was kind of funny. It reminded me of Beretta or Starsky and Hutch or any of those old 70s kind of dirty Harry or whatever. When Charming, you know, basically was going to mm-hmm. <laughs> get the gun and just go in as, you know, you know, flank me and take care of this, ah, this and that. And it felt like a 70s kind of a movie or a little bit television show. And so they walked into Arthur. It, if I could have, that was such a funny Arthur's like, hi, come on in. Hey, <laughs> glad you could drop in. You're kind of snooping around. You just you didn't call. You didn't send a carrier pigeon. You didn't. You just you came in. Yeah. Wow. Hi. Have a seat. Let's have some ale. Not magical ale. Just regular ale. Let's do that. You know. And then the 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 other cohorts were around. But then Arthur did the old table flip. Now I know Arthur's not on the housewives of any other reality show oh right but he flipped a table he flipped a that's table. what you do when you're mad you just, oh, yeah. just table flip and he just table flip sure. he cut the back of the thing and he was gone he was out but he's he's just just the biggest jackhole man he is and he left guinevere yeah. there to defend herself yeah chicken gwen gwen <laughs> He's a jackal. Oh, we're going to try not to curse either. Boy, th- this is going to be a while we're first thoughts. Some, if yeah. you, you know. Yeah. So anyway. Mom, if you're listening, be, be aware. I don't yeah. think she has that. No, probably not. All right. So. so then Hook was, you know, on the ground. Arthur's going to run him through. Yep. And Emma saved him. Dun, 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 dun. So... That's not very dark one, like. Right, and that's really what Hook was kind of banking on for the rest of the episode. Yeah. We're not going to jump to the end yet, nope. but that's what Hook was banking on. The whole Absolutely. thing is Emma's still there. Sure. And possibly, well, anyway. She's still there and she still loves him. Yes, I really did enjoy that initial conversation that Emma and Hook were having. Just about getting down to the truth. And yeah, yeah. I, I really... That was a great conversation. There was another great conversation between Emma and Regina, but that came later. Right. So then we understand the difficulty that Merlin is having because he is being controlled by Arthur with that nifty tethering spell. 
right on the, the, the sword. The book of all the rules of magic is just humongous now. I don't know how big that book is, but it is really crazy. It was just a few little sentences in season one. It was just, you know, this is that and a portal's this and now it's just it's a huge book. Well, sure. It's a Library of Congress sized book. Mm-hmm. So then they were Merlin was telling Emma that acceptance is a form of strength. And just my head kind of went, Whoa, okay. There I I thought that you know, maybe defiance or standing against tyranny or that kind of a thing was strength, but now it's Acceptance is strength. I it anyway kind of stood out, and I just wow. yeah, that was a little strange. So, but so then Hook was really given Arthur the what for in the sheriff's office, and and Arthur you can add to the list of people that have been in the in the cell in the sheriff's mm-hmm. office. Arthur mm-hmm. was in there now. Yeah, before the poor schlep that drank the um, the snake venom. Yeah, and he poofed somewhere. We still don't know. I mean, I, I guess we could say. The other guy, the the yes man is, what was his name? Anyway, some guy, Dirk or Devin or I don't know what the guy's <laughs> name was. It was Gavin Griffin. I, it was Griffin. Griffin. Okay. It was Griffin. Griffin's gone. From the family we don't know guy, where whatever. he is. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, but he he's he's somewhere. He's gone. He's probably in Oz. I don't know, but but Charming said something very interesting. He said, "Arthur, you're a king without a kingdom," and I'm thinking, but but. His whole, you know, going back to what we said, and he was kind of kidding, is he, he sits on a throne of lies anyway. And the whole lie, and this is another thing, is, you know, remember the whole little magical pink potion that they used on the sword to make it look like it was all together? Yeah. Well, that faded away, I guess, because the sword we've seen from that point right. until it's all together was half anyway. Right. But wasn't it supposed to look? Like all to appear uh, like that, yeah. to, to, but uh, what happened to that? But they didn't use it on the sword so much, I don't think. Yeah, they did, and and that's what remember. That's what Rumpelstiltskin helped, and it said, "I'm going to make this sword appear yeah. all together, even though it's not." That whole thing where they made Camelot look beautiful when actually right. it wasn't. Right, right. Remember he threw it out the right. window yeah, and all that? that? I yeah. remember the pink potion being thrown out the window, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. recall it being used on the absolutely, sword itself. Absolutely. Okay, it well, there you anyhow, have it. Anyhow, it was just this, whatever it takes to make things look good so that you can lead your kingdom, that's what they did with the sword. Right. So, anyway, the... So the king without a kingdom and, and all this kind of thing. So ba- Charming was saying he's really no threat. He has no power. So yeah, just, he isn't anybody. Whatever. He's not much of anything at this point. Um, Which, of course, just pisses you know Arthur off even more. You know, and Hook wants to save Emma. Mm-hmm. And then Snow said, well, there may not be an Emma. Not anymore. Not and they're, they're really they afraid that the save. darkness is completely taken over. And she's gone. Right. And I don't know if you noticed that the next scene uh, when it was in Gold Shop when he was looking at the snow globe, Mm -hmm. that reminded me of Cora and her little magical staff that she put in the ground that it kind of had that little protective bubble. Yes. Yes. And, And from the little scene we saw in the promo for the first episode when we saw... Uh, Emma put the Excalibur all together in the ground. I thought that's what was happening again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
as a matter of fact, I don't even know what that did, to be honest with you. Let me explain something to you. I took copious notes. We watched the episode. Yeah, yeah. I was lost a lot. Well, so, I mean, please, please be kind to me because I'm telling you, there are moments that we were saying WTF a lot. I was like, huh? What What happened? I don't And we'll get to some points toward the end. I was like, really? I don't. Uh, okay. I think the point of Emma putting that her her the sword and touching it to the ground and having that spell kind of whoop, that was basically stopping Regina, Mary Margaret, and David in their tracks is what it was supposed to do. Because at that point in time, okay. she had a hook, yeah. you know, in the cellar chained up with Zelina. Only at the time she didn't realize that they, Zelina had managed to free herself. Well, with Hook's help, and then free him. So they were escaping at that point. So that's really what that was all about. Which, what exactly did Emma do to knock Hook out? She kissed him. Right. So what was that, like a Batman poison ivy, you know, poisonous lipstick kind of a thing? Only it wasn't poisonous, it was sleeping potion lipstick? Yeah, well, maybe there was some kind of lip thing before. Remember, uh, Zelina had some kind of a weird kissing thing she yeah, anyway she enchanted hook's kiss so that it would take emma's power see what i mean people see what i mean i mean we, we anyway <sighs> man <laughs> they should do commentaries for the first time they release these episodes so we understand everything can you imagine oh poor adam dude the questions that are going they're coming right now from oh, all sure. over the place I'm can sure. you imagine okay okay so but 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 the first episode was definitely easier to follow for me than the well, second one yeah okay so it was really cool to see gold say to hook that called him his old name mhm crocodile yeah and how he was, you know, coming in, guns blazing, and he said, "No, I'm not that man anymore." Yeah. And it was nice. So with that information, Regina's redeemed. Gold is now redeemed. Who are yeah. the new? Who are the new baddies? And so that's why I think things transpired the way we saw them transpire. Quite possibly, yeah. You have to have replacements, otherwise sure. everyone's sure. good. Everyone's right. That's exactly. Kind of boring. Exactly. So. Bell is going to protect all the baddies from coming in with a crossbow. She, <laughs> listen, she has a library full of books. She's a great reader. She's part of the Scooby gang that knows all the, all the ways to block this and make this and do this. She knows She's how to got make potions. a crossbow. She's got a crossbow. A crossbow. I know. Not a magical crossbow. Well, we don't know. We assume it's not. I was just like, really? And then that's what the the comment was. Well, you're not going to stop them just with that. I'm like, she should have known that. She should have. But you I know, like Belle. I know. I know. Oh, my god! But what's funny to me is that she she's doing her best to help Rumpel. She really is. Listen, people, I'm trying to be, you know, Joe Sunshine over here. I'm really trying. And it, it, it's not easy tonight. So I'm, I just got to be me. I'm not being Mr. Grumpy Meanie. I'm just being me. So Emma felt regret. 
Okay. So there's certain things that you're kind of following. You're okay. Regret, regret for what? And we find out what it was. And so gold said, we need to find out what she's atoning for. And so Mm -hmm. there were little clues that we did get to follow, which, which was nice, but that we still had some. Honestly, I thought it was going to be that she killed Merlin. Right. And that's, that's what I was thinking as well. And because we knew that once you kill someone, the darkness fully takes a hold of you. Right. And so we still don't know how much, well, no, maybe it is because of what happened. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So then little uh, faux rumple, little vision rumple said, because Emma was trying to light that from the ember mm-hmm. the of spark. Uh, Prometheus, the, yeah, Prometheus fire. the mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. And he said, maybe there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe something wrong with you. So right. That was part of... There was a lot of little clues that we had to kind of watch for answers and investigations. Then Henry popped up, who I thought Henry was dressed in an awesome little kind of a cool leather outfit. I thought it was... Well, that was his Camelot outfit. Yeah. He's been wearing that before. Right. But I don't know. Because they were still in Camelot at this point. And so he, he had a little kind of a Robin moment, like there's nothing from him. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, here's a little motivation. Here Mm -hmm. is something... Now, in the end, Hook was mad because he, that was a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Henry gave it to Emma and, anyway. Yep. So then he said, no, 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 this house is a promise because we're doing Operation Light Swan. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not trying to, I don't think that that Light Swan is done over with. No, I think that's not. probably going to be, hope, maybe some of the arc for... 5B. Right, right. So. The the dog is growling at, I don't know, nothing. She's having fun. (laughs) She's very unhappy about the episode, too, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. Just go ahead and tweet at him about that, maybe. All right. so, So Arthur is threatening to unleash Merlin. Yes. Upon... Uh, the the group, and so then, and then we see that kind of happen. That was kind of a cool battle, yeah. That between was Emma and Merlin, yeah, I thought that, that was, was like, kind of fun. That was it was interesting. I was like, okay, is this where she kills him? No, maybe not. And yeah, I swear, dang it! I mean. Poor Mary Margaret, man. She gets strangled more than anybody else in that ding ding show. And and they they did get my memo, and there was no HR puff and stuff, really fake kind of cloth, uh, snaky things growing out of the tree. And this one looked more like a snake. Yeah, it going did. around her neck and it all did. that. So, and darn it, the stupid, well. The people that aren't nice on Instagram, I was scrolling through stuff and I saw two pictures that showed up tonight like weeks ago. Oh, man. And I can't unsee that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I saw pictures of of uh, Killian jumping off the top of the, the library there. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I knew that that was coming. 
And that was really reminiscent. Obviously, you know, if you jump off a roof, your love more than likely is going to come and save you. But we learn why later. Right. So it wasn't obvious at that point. No. And Emma just talked and they were talking and she said, I don't need forgiveness. And I thought it was kind of. Kind of strange because usually, you know, forgiveness is a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. It lets things go and it. Right. You know, no. Anyway. Forgiveness is for you more than it is for the other person. True. True. But I I, I know that there's power in it. Forgiving. Right. So when somebody forgives you, that's great. But when you forgive somebody else, that does more for you than it does for them. Whether they deserve it or not. And that's the tough part. Yep. So. We finally learned about the rings, and I thought that was a very interesting portion when uh, Hook was talking about the rings. Yeah, yeah. Each one had a sad story. Yes. And the one he gave Emma was the one that was uh, Liam's yeah, ring. Yeah, brother's. Mm-hmm. So some of the sad stories, he killed people. Yeah. And other sad stories were people died. But yeah. there were sad stories connected yeah. to yeah. the rings. I don't yeah. know if that's going to come into play later on. We'll see. I mean, uh, with I mean, we already talked about it. There is a episode called Souls of the Departed, yeah. which I think is really going to tie in a lot to what we've seen. So, anyhow. It will. All right. So, the... It was interesting to see that uh, scope. What do, what do they what do they call them? Telescope. Telescope. Uh, it's, that's the second telescope we've seen. Remember the other time we saw it yeah. in Once Upon a Time? Spyglass. Right. But in a house, we've seen that before. <clears throat> Season one. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Jefferson's. Yep. Spyglass looking or telescope looking into. The, his daughter in town. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. where she was living. Yep. And so Emma thought that the telescope would be good for him to keep because it said the the water would keep him calm. And it was interesting they had to talk about that conversation they had on the ship. I mean, that was the first thing he said. He said, look, I'm sorry about what I said. And, you know, because, I mean, he was <laughs> kind of like... Ooh, I'm really in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. I got the dark one here. Mm-hmm. She's probably not too happy with me, and here I am. Right. So, um, yeah. But anyway, they didn't. Anyway, that's what I would have done. It's like, remember all that stuff I said? I'm really sorry. Well, remember, that was said after this all happened. Okay. Um, okay. No. Yes, it was. Well, you, yes, it was. What do you mean? In reality, it, well, sh- no, it didn't have. Well, can okay, wait? He apologized, meaning that it, the conversation on the ship happened in the past. It didn't happen in the past. Past. It happened. It happened before what happened tonight, except yes. for the store, except for the Camelot stuff. All the Camelot stuff right, happened right, before right, that. Right. It's very confusing. This back and forth between Camelot and now. Yeah. Especially when they get the title cards wrong and then start throwing title cards at you every five seconds that say two years earlier, two years earlier. It's like, wait, what? No. All right. So then they were talking about um, their future together and, and all that. And look, I know it's a fantasy show. It's a dramatic fantasy show. And but 
having a future with someone it's a it's a lot to think about and actually emma really kind of had the the male side of things i think women kind of decide things faster than men but i think men don't want to they they think they have to kind of think about it more but it's like a woman kind of knows and and makes a decision i'm i like this person i'm gonna spend my life with them and that's it but it was funny it was just she was really hesitant about because i mean she knew the whole dark one thing and it's not obviously an easy situation right so yeah right Dr. Whale and the Die Job. That was there was a little <laughs> bit of uh, they released part of that script out on uh, Twitter and boy, you know, uh, meeting David Anders and shaking his hand, it, he never really disappoints. David Anders in this episode tonight was kind of like the Zelina that we saw uh, the episode before. Yeah, just really funny and just snarky. funny, very, really funny, very snarky, incredibly snarky. It was it was really good to see him back, and I loved the fact that they had to bring up the fact that his hair looked completely different. Right. And then of course his thing is wait, Emma changes her hair, and nobody blinks, and I eyeball, right. but Ryland and I do, and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Come on, that's funny. I'm telling I'm telling you people, the Doctor Whale, the David Anders you saw on the show tonight. Is exactly the David Anders. You, if you ever have the chance to meet him, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just he's very he, charming. He's a hoot. Well, he is charming, but he he's a quick witted fellow. He's he is. Man. He's quite amusing. All he right. Amusing. So, and we, okay, we talked about that, and I said. I don't, so after that battle, it was like things were happening really fast, and I wrote. Well, yeah, because Zelina went from being two months pregnant to all of a sudden giving yeah, birth. Right. And it's like, wait, what? What in the what? And I'm thinking, why in the world was her pregnancy speeded up? Did she do that herself? Is this baby magical? Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing I was wondering as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's going to be real interesting to see what happens with that. So she has the baby. Whale delivers the baby. And everybody's like, oh, look, it's a little girl. Oh, sweet little girl. And then Regina has to kind of deal with this on the outside. And she ends up going inside. That was a great moment, I thought. That was I a thought. fantastic moment. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's she's technically family. She's Auntie Regina. It's kind of... Uh, but she's also going to eventually be stepmom Regina, too, apparently. Really, Once Upon a Time has basically become a, a Jerry Springer. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you just can't... Uh, oh, the family tree is really very, wild. very, very tank. It does feel like a Jerry Springer episode sometimes because you just go, wait, what? Who? who your uncle is your dad? Right. But then, yeah, it gets a little kooky. All right, so... Then we have the Rumpel Vision having conversations with Emma, and you know we get back to that whole idea of ready to ready to let go of the darkness. You mm-hmm. know, is Emma ready to let yeah. go? And you know, it's, we we mentioned that before. It's just 
When, and, when you change something, you have to be ready to let it go. You just can't. It's not a word you say or something that you do. It's not. It's not throwing things away. It is really being ready deep down to say, I'm going to let this go. And it's, it's not easy sometimes. And, and once again, what are the three magical words I love to hear? What, I was wrong? No. What? The opposite of that, which is? Oh, you are right. There you go. <laughs> of course. Once again, Emma is holding on to the darkness, faking out being dark so that she can right. use it one last time to do something fantastic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I said, I said the three most difficult words to say. There's a list of like the five most difficult, four, three, two, one. And three was I was wrong. That's the three mm. most difficult. I don't like when you spring things like that on me. Sorry. I don't know. Okay. We didn't practice that. That's that all right. Okay. So I really love the discussion that Regina had with Emma mm -hmm. because it really, you know, and like we mentioned before, there's a lot of Yodas mm -hmm. for Emma throughout yeah. her journey, trying to kind of fight off the, the darkness. And that moment with Regina was another one where Emma said, you know, I don't want to let it go. Is that wrong? And then Regina kind of pauses and says, well, yeah. It is. It is wrong. Yep. Even though I understand. Yep. And and Regina was talking about. I really enjoyed doing everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. To to basically any whim I had, anything I wanted to do, I I loved to do it. But in the end, it's that was wrong. It's wrong. I, I needed to. Not. But it makes you human. So. Yeah. And that was, right. I liked the fact that she went there. And I also, I mean, as much as it, it was kind of like shocking to see her do it, when she pulled the dagger on her and goes, I command you to tell me what's going on. I was like, whoa, yeah. Regina. And then when she made the, the comment, you know, Hook got a little pissy with her. And she's like, no, you don't understand. This is why she gave me the dagger. She knew this is the only way I could get her to yeah, do what right. needed to be done. She, I'm the only one who had the guts to do what it takes to make sure that things work out well, you know? And I love the fact that Regina did say something during that conversation that I thought was really, really important. And I'm going to say this and it, it, anyway, she flat out said, I know you. It took a long mm. time, but I know you. Right. But what I really think she was saying was, look, I love you. I care about mm. you. Mm. It took me a really long time to get here, right. but I do. Yeah. And that's because what I, what I heard Regina say was to know you is to love you. Mm -hmm. And I know you. Yeah. So it's another way of saying it's kind of like, I love you. I know. You know, it's that whole thing or... Um, right back at you, kind of a thing. She she didn't sure. she doesn't want to actually come right out and say it, but she does care about her, yeah. and she's she's they're friends. I think they're you know super super close friends, and it kills her to see her friend doing this because she knows where this leads. She understands this path all too well. She's been down at herself one too many times. Well, so. even. Even Gold had his moment of, I yeah. saw the look on her face. Yeah. I know that look. Yeah. And I, I, I can tell. Yeah. So they, they've got, Emma has these people that are 
fully versed, <clears throat> fully versed with dark magic and darkness, yeah. really kind of reading her mail mm-hmm. and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, telling other people what her intent really is, even though she doesn't. And, you know, I, I joked about this and I got some uh, rather rude tweets about it, but I mean, part of it was kind of a joke. I, I may had this meme with uh, Bell and the dagger questioning and, and basically making gold uh, keep his dirty laundry off the floor. I mean, it was kind of a joke. But when Regina was using the Dark One dagger on Emma, it was very interesting. It was to get to the truth. And yeah. it's kind of like the, the a truth serum or the Wonder Woman's belt of truth. I mean, yeah. sometimes you need that type of thing Lasso. because people aren't... Um, they don't give up the truth deep down too quickly because well, they probably are afraid of what it's going to, the other person's going to do with that information. Right. There's a lot of different things. So, but it was interesting well, that she was really trying to get down to it. And, you know, Snow and Charming came out and Snow trust Regina, but, you know, the tone of voice that Regina had and why are you doing this and all this kind of stuff. So. It it didn't really it didn't finish, but it, it it came up with let down the walls and and I thought back to season one, the conversation that she had with Graham is uh, I my defense is I have these walls yeah and I remember that conversation. Well, even Mary Margaret had the same conversation with her and said, yes. you know mm-hmm. those walls keep other people out, but they yeah. don't let you and they don't let love in let love in yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Regina said, I'm getting to the truth. Right. And, you know, because everyone came over and she relinquished the, the, the dagger and, and didn't use it anymore. Right. They didn't get down to the truth. But, you Not know, so there. that's a dramatic show. And it, it, well, sure. they, you know, need to kind of take time. And but so, here's the thing. You know. If she hadn't done that, would Emma really have looked at the truth and been honest with herself and sometimes that's the that's the tough love that you have to go through again regina cares about emma and she knows what she's going through she's like look you have got to figure this out you've got to get down to the the heart of this you can say whatever you want but let's face facts that's not the reality of what you're going through right now so until you admit that to yourself and figure that out you're going to have a tough time dealing with this and she's right i mean she's absolutely right when you do something or when you have a difficult situation and you cannot admit the absolute truth to yourself it makes it really tough to get beyond that you can't win your own battles against your own personal demons until you do well and another thing too is that um later on she mentioned that well regina was right when she was talking to me and then it, it kind of unearthed some things and then later on we have that conversation with emma and hook when mm-hmm. she said I'll tell you the truth, but are you ready to hear whatever right. I have to tell you? Yeah. And she kept kind of putting him off. And that reminded me of Henry Yeah, back in season one. Mm-hmm. I could tell you the code name I came up with you, but I don't think you're ready for it. Right. And so they kind of know these, the, the characters know the other characters like, are they ready for this? I don't think they're ready for it. Yeah. And it's hard. It is difficult. To hear... Someone that you care about it has done something or hurtful or not, mm-hmm. or for whatever reason, 
it's it's tough. Yeah, you it know? is. You know, friends and family members that have deep dark secrets that you didn't know about. It's just man, it's tough. But that's that's life, though. It so. is life. So, uh, Regina, here's some of our, our moments here. So, Regina enchanted a wrist <clears throat> with a protection spell. So, the, well, cuff, the cuff couldn't be taken off at all. Why didn't... No, 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 no. That's not what happened. So, mm-hmm. let's, let's take a step back here yeah. and look at what really happened. She enchanted her wrist so she couldn't cut it off because that's what she did last right. time. Right. What I'm saying... Okay. So, right? So, they're she all wasn't... learning... So, 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 they're learning along instead of thinking ahead. It's just... I don't know. Who would so. think anyone would cut their own wrist <laughs> off in order to get the cuff off in order to restore it, right? Who would think that? Nobody Magical would've... person. Okay, but no, Regina is not thinking All in right, those terms fine. back then. All you know, right. like she would have back then, right? So, and then Hook's, Hook is still enchanted after all this time to take out uh, Zelina's well, heart. Because it never got used. Right. But who, who knew that you could enchant a hook to get out a heart, but then that enchanting could get off a cuff that uh, I just... It's an enchanted hook. It can do whatever it wants. Okay. All right. Right? That's, okay. I, I I would imagine it could... I don't know. Okay. All right. So... Uh, all right. So, so It'll they're, be all right. They're talking about... They were going to destroy Zelina. That was on the table at, at one point toward the end Absolutely. when it really got kind of nutty down there in the well, uh, the cave of wonders. Right. And that's or be- wherever that yeah, was. That's underneath the house. That's in the basement. Yeah. But, but think about what that is. Do you understand what that is? Again, Emma being very childlike has no thought process of how to handle all of this. So what does she do? She takes a page from her parents' book. And says, if you took the evil, the darkness that was meant for me, and put yeah, it into okay. some other vessel, I'm going to take the darkness and I'm going to put it into a vessel, and then we can kill that vessel that nobody will miss. Right? Make right, everybody happy. Right. She wasn't thinking in terms of that's why she sped up the pregnancy. She even said, "I true, yeah, yeah." You know, no, there's no I, reason. I, that part I got. Yeah, there's no reason why you know, um, you know, a poor innocent, you know person has to suffer because you need to be punished or whatever right well and that's another thing we never still have not gotten the answer to the initial thing she said because of what you all did to me yeah you all will be punished well we haven't seen it yet i'm pretty sure we haven't seen it yet Think about it. We have after not, the, after the ending of birth. Not, this this episode. I, I know, but boy. we haven't seen it yet. Is what I'm telling you. We have not seen yet what she has done. That she feels they all need to be punished. Right? Okay. I'm. I guess I'm one of a, a number of people that that like Hook. There's some that don't. But anyway, whatever. I I like Hook. But how in the world did he know where to find that squid ink? That was the most incredible. He should be on every kind of cop show to to investigate things. That was he, incredible. He knows Emma. He okay. knows how she thinks. All right. He knows how a pirate would think, right? Yeah. The key to the chest that held, you know, all the information of that whatever it was that he had that was, you know, from a few episodes back. Yeah. Last season, maybe it was. I can't recall. But remember how the end of his hook is the key? 
Okay. That kind yeah. of a thing. All right. He's, he would think that because he's a pirate. Okay. What I honestly thought was that the ink was used to create that painting because it was a black black trees on a white background basically is what it was right. so i was like oh so emma used the ink she's she's you know affixed it to the paper and if he's smart he knows to blow and it'll blow on to her but basically what it was is he realized that actually what he was looking for was the safe behind he thought there was a safe yeah he didn't know it was behind the painting he saw that he happened to see it because he turned to look because she looked at the painting and that's what prompted him he didn't know it was there okay i just wow just the lucky Mm -mm. okay logic okay look think about it rumple had a safe in the wall behind a painting in the shop okay no no i i get that okay Uh, a painting must have something behind it i mean most if you watch most mystery movies People are incredibly stupid to to really think that let's put a safe in the wall and let's hide it with a painting. Because that's what everybody does. That's the first place anybody's going to look in a yeah. any kind of house for any kind of valuables is behind the freaking painting on the wall. My suspension of disbelief is sore tonight. It's really so I've it's, used it so much. Yeah. Man. Well, I've apparently found it. I, I picked it up and, and massaged it, and now it's I'm mine. Gl- I'm glad you are. Because I have no trouble with All any right. of this, because it makes sense. Now, episode two, that's a whole other ballgame. Right. We, anyway, so... So they, they... He basically froze her. Yes. He bas- imprisoned her temporarily. Right. Zelina comes back in and is like, you know, <laughs> this is how this is going to go down. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out all kinds of fun little things, which, of course, you know, at that point in time, Hook should have picked up the sword. That was his mistake. Zelina had the sword at that point. Right. So he should have picked it up at that point. But he ended up with it anyway. And the sword with his name on it was another Instagram picture that I saw. Oh, man. I can't unsee things. Anyway, so I sort of knew that it was coming. Yeah. But no um, but yeah, to be honest, I forgot that cut in his neck. I, I didn't really. Well, and it didn't dawn on me. I kept saying, what the crap? And then I realized it was in the, it, it was when he had freed himself to try and save everybody when they were chained to the trees when arthur had them all chained up arthur nicked him with the sword okay problem is is with the sword right it's you know all right uh so so that happened and so they went to the middle mist or whatever those flowers are the real pretty flowers because basically he was dying yes because ultimately what had happened was like you had said earlier, and this now makes more sense, because it had seemed whole. Right. It was an illusion. Therefore, the cut somehow was infused with the whatever. And they explained it away and said, look, he's dying because that sword, that cut, you healed it. it you can't heal that cut because it's, you know, right. because it's 
Excalibur. So it's going to be a mortal wound and that's that. And he's going to die. And they're like, you need to let him go. And, and she's like, are you kidding me? If you had the chance to save you know, Daniel and if Robin, right. blah, blah, blah. I mean, right. she, she threw it back in their face. It was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not giving up on him just because you guys find it easy to just say, okay, to save me. That's not happening. So that's why she had to whisk him away to the middle mist flowers in the field of flowers because that's where he took her to sure. to calm down. Mm-hmm. And so she took him there, and that's where she was able to heal him because of the tethering spell for the sword. Right. And that's how Merlin got freed from it. So Right. So, and then my, my next sentence after uh, I wrote Our Future is Now, which is what... Right. Because he... He was saying, you know, our future together, and she said our future is now. And so, no, he said our future is now. Okay, she I said she did anyway. No, 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 no. She said we have to have a future together. I want that. That's what I want. We okay. have a future together. I and he says our future is now. Okay. In other words, we don't have anything right. beyond this. This is it. Say your goodbyes. That's how it's going to go down. And she's like, nope. That's why we. That's why she took him away to save him. So my next sentence, I just wrote I, and then I didn't finish it. <laughs> I was really, uh, it was kind of, so much stuff was going on. And then the last thing I wrote uh, for birth, the episode, is the dark ones. And that's well, what yeah. Zelina said. Because Zelina even said this. Yeah. Oh, She's like, oh, didn't see that coming, did you? You know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It was there the whole time. How did you not see it? da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, yeah, how did none of us see that? Because we weren't looking for that. Right. And because it was covered up because it's all an illusion. So now how much of this is going to be an illusion? This better not turn out to be a Dallas thing. No, Do you know I what I'm talking about? So. Where well, I know exactly where what you're talking about. Bobby I, Ewing. I lived through it. Mm-hmm. I know. <sighs> no. Seriously, this cannot turn into a it, Dallas I, thing. No. So my I point know. is, is that. Um, actually the interesting thing is, well, wait a second. So his name is on the sword. He's tethered to the sword. Right. So if that sword gets destroyed, he will die very likely. Right. Mm-hmm. If he's tethered to it, he's now got to be, it's got to be part of him forever. Right. But there's probably something. There will be something, something. of course. Absolutely. You know, but. But bottom line is they're both now tied to that sword. So they're tied together. So their future is happening. It's they're tied to the sword. For how long? We don't know, but they're tied to it. Well, but uh, so Killian. the dark one. One of the, fir- one of the first things he mentioned to Zelina is we need to destroy Emma. So. Yeah. Well, he's pissed because. Oh, yeah. yeah. She basically. Cursed, not, cursed him. She cursed him, essentially. Life of well, being a dark yeah, one. Because, because that's what he said. I spent a lifetime pushing the darkness away. I don't know that I can do it again. When she was kind of inferring, saying, no, I have a way that we could do this, you know. And, and He's just mad. And, yeah. So, But again, is that really him talking or is that one of the dark ones? I don't know. See, now my question is, okay, so he doesn't have magic, or does he, and he just doesn't know that he has magic? So is that going to become a real interesting thing where he's going to learn how to do magic? Well, right? Well, yeah, I, we'll see. And if he is, if his soul is basically tethered to the sword, and that's what's keeping him alive, which is why Zelina wasn't able to kill him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
technically, I guess maybe he's kind of a zombie-like of sorts, so to speak. Or she took his heart out or something. I so, don't know. But so that's why Emma saved him those times when he jumped off the roof and the other times and all that is because the jig would have been up if right. he would not have died. Right, exactly. And now and he can't now die. He so knows. He's a, now he knows he can't die. And neither can she. So he is he is immortal. He is immortal like so, she is yeah. until somebody manages to figure out a way to kill them both. Right. And take their power, which is what we know Arthur would love nothing more than to do. Yeah. So that is it for birth. Yes. I think we need to take a brief break. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording and then we'll come back and we'll discuss the Bear King. Okay. (laughs) And then I'll play more relaxing music or something. Okay. Okay. We'll be back. Hang on. See you. We're back, <clears throat> and I figured we'd play a little relaxing music before we get it's into. A very lovely song, and it totally reminds King. me of my childhood. I'm just saying, but yeah, yeah. So hang in there with the back and the forth, the <sighs> cards and the things that just don't understand, and we'll be all right. I struggled with this episode a little bit simply because I kept waiting for it to tie into the previous one. I'm going, yeah. Where's the Where's the tie-in? Where's the tie-in? No. Come on, let's get back to the whole Emma and Hook thing. What's going on here? Yeah. Totally no, no. Well, they had to I mean, finish I, the Merida look, arc, and I, well, but no. they didn't. That's my point. They yeah. did not finish the Merida arc. They just <clears throat> filled in a missing little gap. Yeah, I may be a little better with this episode than you, but we'll we'll see how. Don't how get me it wrong; goes. it's not that I didn't like the episode. I was just like, I had different expectations. Yeah, and I kept waiting on the edge of my seat for the you know what I was looking for, and it wasn't there. And so by the time the episode was over, I was like, wait, 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 wait. So we didn't, we didn't talk about we didn't finish off the previous one. My. <clears throat> the subtitle for the Bear King, in my opinion, is The Magical Everything. Yeah. Wow. So we see Zelina and Arthur, they poofed back to Camelot as they escaped being gotten. Yes, yes. Right. From from when mm-hmm. Emma and Hook and everybody all saved everybody in the forest. There. Right. From the trees and the chains. I'm not even going to go there. So that now is... Was Zelina is Zelina pregnant again, or was she pregnant from the previous pregnancy that she was all, still pregnant? That was she was still pregnant. Okay, because that was one of my first like, huh? Okay, yeah. Remember, this is back in time, back in Camelot, <clears throat> six weeks ago or whatever it is. Now, or however many weeks ago it was that you know, because they were gone for six weeks. Remember? Yeah. So does Fairy Tale Land have Twitter? No. Is that how Arthur hears about these magical helms and other realms that he's got to get to and get? And I mean, how in the, <laughs> the world would he know? Helm. It's a. The I mean, realm. what? Good lord! I, how, how does he know Dude, these things? Word travels very quickly, apparently. Uh, okay. I, 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 all right. Remember, we got magical beings poofing in and out of realms. Yeah. So of course okay. they're going to talk. Yeah. And then we have you know him fighting the war. 
right? He must have overheard somehow. And and was MacGuffin a real family name, or is that kind of a, a wink? No, I'm pretty sure that was Hitchcock actual. Deal. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was the. Well, it might have been a wink at Hitchcock, but it was the name that was from the. Uh, okay, fair enough. I'm pretty sure that was the in the Brave <clears throat> movie. So I noticed the opening was very similar to Frozen. We have a daughter going up to a gravestone, basically, mm-hmm. and laying some flowers there. And then also discussion of a coronation. So to me, this is kind of frozen-y. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. Yeah. I thought when they went to the witch's house, obviously, it was very... Very similar, but I think the casting of the witch was perfect. She looked just she like did. There, there were so many people that were from the Frozen story, yeah, that looked exactly like what they should look like. I mean, yeah. Fer- Fergus looked the same, uh, Merida, obviously, but there's yeah. that one kid with the tall white hair, and the witch looked exactly the same as, as the animated movie, so. <clears throat> So when the witch started talking about IOUs and deals and all that, I said, I wonder if she knows Rumple because that, that's a Rumple well, thing. Oh, that's a very rumple thing. Sign here and this is a deal yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Well, we never read what was actually in the deal. We never saw what the full terms of the deal were. And he didn't actually sign. It was just his... Signet his, 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 or whatever. No, his ring. Yeah. Yeah. His mark. But the end of it turned out a lot better than I thought it would be. We're always so used to deals that are bad. Oh, sure, 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 sure. But this one was a good deal. Right. And it was really, I thought it was sweet. Anyway, so Magical Helms. Yes. And uh, so, and I remember him saying that this will ensure my kingdom. Yeah. It wasn't. The future of my kingdom, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. So then we had, at the initial coronation ceremony, we have another bust-in by someone who wasn't invited. So yeah. we know that Regina initially wasn't invited, strangely well. enough, to the Charming's wedding. Right. And then we know from the animated feature that Maleficent wasn't invited to the Sleeping Beauty, whatever. Christening. Christening. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we're used to these kind of things where people aren't invited. So then this little witch said, well, I wasn't invited. And so I and she kind of proclaimed her thing. You have one day to give me this magical helm or mm-hmm. I will curse yeah. the <clears throat> this uh, town. Yeah. Area, whatever. And um, so. And I was just thinking that. She's going to be a replacement for the baddies that are are good now. But it turns out I was wrong, actually. Yeah, I didn't think she was going to be a baddie. I just figured she was... Because, I mean, she was mischievous more than anything else. Even in the movie she was, too. Yeah, and I wrote down that if Fergus was killed while he was wearing it, it really wasn't very magical. But then we learn later that the reason why. Right. So, yeah. All right. But again, we didn't know what the magic of it was. We never heard about what the magic was until towards the end. And then we realized what it was, or midway point. So it wasn't even like it was a protective helmet. It was just a, it had other magic. So so let, let's say this so that we don't kind of 
bury the lead or anything like that. My poor, my poor sweetie is yawning. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's a long day. So we knew that there was going to be a gay relationship. We also knew that M- Mulan was returning. Yeah, yeah. And we knew that uh, Ruby was returning. Yes. So initially I thought that maybe that uh, Mulan would take a shine to Merida. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I mean, I... Well, yeah, we, we didn't know how it was going to Everyone thinks everybody's, you know, whatever. But I thought, you know, I was, so I was watching, watching, watching. And it, it could have possibly gone that way. But in the end, it was uh, Mulan and Ruby. And I really thought that they set it up well. Uh, Mulan had a broken heart. Yep. And so Ruby said, well, look, the best way to take care of a broken heart is to help someone find their destiny, happy ending, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually, <clears throat> that that is actually good advice because, you know, we've all been dumped and hurt and, you know, dropped from any number of relationships. And I think the best way to kind of deal with it is not sit at home and you know, post on Facebook these sad things and whatever is actually, you know, maybe help somebody else or, or do something. Mm-hmm. Get out of the house. Get away from the smartphone. And, and, you know, some people, you know, they help other people. They feed homeless or do different things. And I think that's really great advice. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that was that whole part of the storyline, I think made sense to me it it it, it, yeah. it fell together pretty well i thought yes so it did uh so now fergus hires a soldier to tutor merida and at first i thought it was gonna be rumple or or, or something <laughs> oh no, no, no. but then it, it turned out rumple. to be mulan i was like okay i was surprised at that i, I didn't expect that and so yeah. that was that was kind of cool. Mulan is a badass. I really enjoyed the way that they had her take care of all those guys in the bar and, and this and that. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the discussions that she and Merida had about Merida asked her, well, why are you just fighting for money? I thought I thought it was all about honor and, and what what changed? What happened to you? Yeah. And so anyway, I, I thought that was kind of good because we have those kind of characters in Once Upon a Time. They talk to somebody else and kind of yoda them through certain situations and give them better advice and ask them questions. So yes, and this is where the title cards for me, the whole like in or interstitial cards, however you want to call them, they I the, it got so confusing because it kept everything kept saying two years earlier, two, and I'm like two years earlier from what. Yeah, two years and six minutes and two yeah, years earlier that. from what? Right. And I'm like, wait a second. OK, dude, seriously, it was hard to tell when they were going back and forth between. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, and I thought, you know, this would have been so much easier to follow so much better of an episode if they had just kind of started with here's what's happening in the in the present. Go through that whole thing. And then maybe flashback once, but I'm getting kind of tired of these ding ding flashbacks and then flash forwards and flash this and flash. I'm like, come on, seriously. <laughs> well, can we I, just have a linear story for once? I'm trying not to get grumpy, but, but I will say this some years earlier oh, really no, doesn't help does, no, anybody. No, 
come on, make a decision. How many years ago was it? Does it, is it ma- if it doesn't matter, then don't say. Right. We'll figure it out. We're pretty smart people. Yeah. That's so- my biggest complaint right now is the stupid going back and forth between the timeline and trying to figure out, okay, crap. Are we talking about the sort of present? Is it really the present? Or was it like literally just only a couple years ago? And, you know, two years before that, is that two years before the 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 two years were already in the past? So now we're four years in the past? I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. where the heck were we in the timeline? I couldn't figure it out. It was really frustrating. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get off the soapbox. Now. We better keep the guy that does the, the timeline over at oncepodcast.com. We better keep him on speed dial. Mm-hmm. We just keep calling him. Okay, where are we now? Where? Yeah, what so, exactly? Yeah, yeah, that was just a little too much back and forth that it just made it really hard to follow what was going on. And I was like, uh, based on the way she's dressed, we can kind of tell where we are. Sure. The storyline. Yeah, yeah. There's there are two variations of her of Merida's uh, costume. Exactly. Yeah. T- yeah. She was in three three variations of the yeah, costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She one had, was leather, and the other was a. Well, no, no, no. She had her. She had her. Yeah, she had her formal coronation gown. Yes. She had her every day running around, you know, being a badass chick. Mm-hmm. And then, in the past, is when she had the uh, kilt and the leather. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Armor right. on mm-hmm. when she was at war. That uh, we didn't need the title card saying two years earlier. Two years earlier from what? I'm going to say that again. Two years earlier from what? I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. <sighs> Anyway, that was my struggle this episode. Like I said, I kept waiting, going, okay, so now when do we get to Hook and Emma? No. You know, as much as I enjoy the two hours, I I, I think we can both agree yeah. this would have been better to have the episode birth tonight. Yeah. Wait the one week and then do the two hour coming back from this that, yeah, but but either either way, I don't know. I, I just don't know that, how they could have done it. But but point yeah. is, is that I understand that they're taking a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But don't promote it as a two-hour event. Promote yeah, it as right. back-to-back episodes. <laughs> and then we go, oh, okay, get it. Got it. We're good. Because now it's kind of like I'm still my, – my, my head and my heart are still going – I, I look Mulan story and the and Ruby coming back that was awesome and Merida getting to see kind of what happened there and that's awesome and I know they're setting it up for what's coming next, but I want right. to finish what happened well, earlier from birth. We could harangue, uh, we could harangue Adam on no. Twitter, but my gosh, no. he, he's going to be busy no. tonight. So, no. and I just I'm, just in case anyone wonders. I don't hate Hook. I don't no, hate Captain Swan. No, 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 no. I think it's going to end up okay. Yeah. How? I don't know. Right. right so right. when we will move on yeah, from there. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah. So yeah. And, and I and I don't hate the show. And no, I don't hate the no. episode. And I don't hate the people. But these were the tough episodes to watch it and was, discuss. So. Again, well, again, more than anything, it was just there were different expectations. And so... Had I known that going into this, it would have been easier to deal with, but I didn't. So, you know, what do you do? So, Squid Ink can be found in Dumbroch. Squid Ink can be found yeah. in Dumbroch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's what the witch no, threw and no. froze, whatever. Mm, no, no, no. Okay. Sleeping potion. It was sleeping dust. All right. Even Mulan said it. 
All right. Well, that's what they threw on Zelina was sleeping dust to put okay. her to sleep temporarily. Well, no, I thought it froze or mm-hmm. anyway. So sleeping potion. So the the and I wondered if the wolf in her house or cottage, whatever, was red. It was so absolutely red. Down. It was absolutely red. Yes. We found I can out later. tell. I can tell it was red. Oh yeah, we found out later it was red. But I'm kind of like hooked just knowing. I knew that was red. Yeah. I'd known yeah. it to tell me there are no title cards needed. No. For that. No. All right. Uh, and I knew there wasn't a Twilight Wolf either. No. I knew that was no. red. No. Different. Okay. Different. So the. So then we had more questions about that and. It was an interesting conversation between Mulan and Merida because uh, Mulan said no one follows anyone because of fear. I go, man, that's kind of not true, though. We we oh, that yeah. happens all the time. Absolutely. Anyway, in real life, that happens every day. Right. Yeah. And and I think the fear is the fear of the unknown. So if you stay with me, if you follow me, if you sure. fight for me. We will defeat the enemy. But if you don't, who knows what will happen to you. And in some cases, it really is the fear of something bad happening to you. Mm -hmm. Not because the person has promised you safety or protection. Just, I, I, you know, it's just there's an intimidation factor. So So this helm that makes others fight your battles reminds me of the old fake Excalibur. That we yeah. saw in season three, I think, when four early four, if I remember correctly, Charming yeah. took Snow to the quote unquote Excalibur, and if she pulled it from the stone, that she would be the rightful queen, queen right of the realm. Yeah, and that's what she needed to believe in herself. Right, and so in this helm. It really wasn't magical, but when Fergus wore it, he probably put forth this this idea that he was braver, and then they followed him because he was brave. But not, yeah, no, no, no. There was not he magic actually, at all. He had he had the magical helmet, right? Which, by the way, calling it a helm is just that's what they called it. I know, know, but it's helmet. But anyway, we won't even go to there. He put it on. Mm-hmm. He had it with him. He took it with him. It was packed in the trunk. He opened the lid. I saw it. It was there. And it really was the magical helmet, right? right. So when it came out of the water, it was magical. He threw it in the lake before. Okay, so it wasn't the real it one It wasn't anyway. the real one anyway. Okay. So right. they followed him blindly, not because they were following. They, they That's what I was him, getting to. Right. That's... They followed him blindly because they trusted him and believed in him and knew that he would lead them and was willing to give his own life for them. Merida found out later that it was, you know, she thought he had been wearing right, the magical and using one, dark magic, and, and he all hadn't that. been. And that's and that's what I was tying the two together: the Excalibur yeah. story yeah. and this helm. Yeah. Is that they weren't what they appeared to be? Correct. And then whatever it, it was a test, just like sure. we learn at the end with the with the witch there. So anyway, I thought that that was kind of cool. Is that he didn't need that? No, he didn't. But he anyway, didn't. And so. she, and I love the fact that, you know, her conversation with him afterwards was, I'm so sorry I lost faith in you. And mm-hmm. he he was he was OK with it because he knew that was, you know, something that had to be done. So it's it is a it's a I know it's setting up for what's coming again. 
Um, and I love the Meredith story. I've always, I always, I mean, I loved Brave when we first saw it in the theater anyway. Um, so I'm glad they kind of tied things up, but I did have a question. I'm like, wait a second. Why is Meredith all of a sudden queen? What happened well, to her mom? I thought her mom died and then all of a sudden there's her mom. And I'm like, yeah, wait, Eleanor's yeah. there. Why is she's queen? Why is she giving it over to Merida? It just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, um, Eleanor was a pretty strong queen and they all followed her in the movie. So I was kind of thinking that was a little odd that Merida was going to become queen. So, I mean, I'm happy for her cause she's a, she'll make a great queen. But at the same time, I'm like, it was just a little weird, but anyway. So when, when Merida was talking about inspiring the clans and maybe she was talking to her father. Yeah, she was. Remind me of Braveheart. You know, yeah, obviously, yeah. that was a whole. Oh yeah. You know, William Wallace speech in front sure, of Sure, sure. And that was when after he, uh, that was when he threw the um, the magical helm into the mm-hmm. into the lake after that conversation. She left him, and he threw it in the lake. And uh, I, I love the discussion that. Um, Fergus was having with Merida and said the clans will follow someone that will lay down their life for them. Yeah. And so, you know, again, we talk about sacrifice and so bravery. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he, he said, Oh no. uh, Mulan said you needed help to Ruby. You needed help remembering who you are Mm -hmm. because she was, you know, bewitched and had some oh, yeah, yeah. kind well, of magical well, when, potion well, put when, on her. Yeah, and, when Mulan went in there into the witch's hut to go get yes something, right? She bumped into. Well, she was trying to Ruby. figure out where the the helmet was. Right, 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 that, right, right. So. Well, yeah. So at that point, that's when she she knew um, it was not an ordinary wolf. Right, and um, so Ruby. Once she was brought out of it by the yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever was in the little uh, cauldron, yeah, she said that she was wolfing out, and so I was wondering because this is another question that we still haven't had answers to, and I, I just want to pause where we're talking right now and just say this: we're getting so many answers of things that we've always wondered about. Yeah. It feels to me like if we follow the the lost thought process that we're really kind of coming up on either the final the final season next season mm-hmm. or maybe two. But I think the final season will be next season, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we're getting answers to huge questions yeah, with the yeah. whole dark one deal yeah. and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So this is the question I I still have is was the witch the wizard that made the red hood for Ruby. Yeah. We don't know. No, I don't think so. Cause we thought, you know, maybe it was Merlin or. Mm, yeah. I, I, I don't think so, so at this point, because I don't think that, um, granny was ever in Dunbrock. Okay. Right. Ruby ended up there and we found out how Ruby ended up there. And I wanted to just like, well, and then let's talk about that. So tiny hasn't been around forever. Nope. We haven't seen him. No, not been no, around. No, no. He hasn't said dude. He no. hasn't said anything. We haven't. And so Ruby mentioned him. Say, well, I, I've been working with Tiny on the burnt on the burnt out fields. Uh huh. And we grew a bean. Yeah, a single a bean. portal bean, a magical portal bean. Right. 
And this, of course, happened right around Neil's, um, you know, presentation to everyone, baby Neil, when they presented his name. And then I thought it was very interesting that it was, you know, Ruby hanging around in the back, not talking to anybody. And then that's how they managed to show the scene with Snow coming around the corner. And And you know what, kind of, look. And, and, and I know. that whole conversation, it, 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 it sounds like I'm you know picking things apart or whatever, but let, let's kind of let's look at it the way it, it's supposed to be set up is if Snow and Ruby are such great friends, mm-hmm. Ruby should have called her aside and told her instead of Snow kind of happening upon and kind of. Yeah, well, what's what's wrong? How come you're kind of hanging in the back? You know, Ruby should have caught her and said, "Look, Snow, you're my best friend. Let me give you a hug. I gotta go. I got this bean. I've been growing it with Tiny. I I want to find my own people. I don't feel like I fit in around here. Instead of Snow kind of pulling it out of, I don't know. Just didn't. that's very typical, though. Sometimes right. when you have a friend who has something that you, I mean. I've had, I've experienced it where I, my sister, perfect example. Um, my sister found out she was pregnant with her fourth kid. Okay. When we had our situation with our pregnancy. Right. Right. And she didn't want to tell us because she was worried that it would upset us. Okay. So it's that whole thing. And I had to find out because the the other kids spilled beans Mm -hmm. and I was a little unhappy with her, but then I understood. I mean, I totally got why it was one of those things. It's like, you know, you totally should have just come to me. And I love the fact that snow did say, no, I'm happy for you. You need to do what makes you happy and we support you. And I'm, you know, I'll miss you and stuff, but yeah. So, I mean, but (laughs) in all honesty, it was kind of one of those things where it's almost like they know that people have been asking where these characters are. Where are these other characters? What happened to the stones? And everybody's been complaining. We don't see these characters. We don't see these characters. And so tonight was a night of we're going to bring back some of the characters you love and we're going to give you some really kind of thrown together excuses for why they haven't been on the well, show. And, and it would have been funny is if they would have kind of continued on and say, yeah, I'm working with Tiny uh, – Oh, and Archie's out there too. Marco, he he fixed all the clocks, and August is there too. He rides a motorcycle. It's really, you know, I mean, it's it, really kind of was, kind of a cool little group of people. You haven't seen them around. They've been working on the bean. And well, that's that's, that's the that's you know, I mean, it just they look. gave me a send up party. It was nice at, at the at the Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater place. Oh man, you should have been there. Oh, it was fun, you know. I get, I get that they needed to explain absences, but it's like, okay, come on, if you're gonna, come on, guys. It just, it was just a little. Contrived. Rip Van Winkle did karaoke. No, it was wild. Yeah, it was just really a, wild. It was just yeah. a little tiny bit contrived, yeah. and I'm, and I was watching this going. You're kidding, right? We're gonna see this little. This is the explanation of how Red ended up there. So. And Got I thought it. it was I thought it was pretty cool. And we've seen this in stories and movies and all this kind of stuff. Is the thing that you need is usually the new person that shows up. I wonder right. how we're gonna find where this helm is and then Ruby said, eh, I, I track, you know. I kinda got you a nose for this thing. You, know? you don't need magic. Right. She's pretty. Anyway, She's so the she can track 
And she goes, so I'm going to sniff him out. And I go, well, that she, she's good at that. Mm-hmm. So Arthur was the killer of Fergus. Yeah. So Makes him even more of a jackhole. Yeah. Times two. Uh, so when the helm was lifted out of the water, it reminded me of the Excalibur story. Yeah. Retrieved in the... Lady of the Lake and all that. And so Yeah, there's anyway. different stories, versions of that, where the Lady of the Lake hands the sword directly to Arthur. But anyway. So Fergus did not, in the end, use dark magic. Nope. He used just his bravery and, yeah. and believing in himself yeah. and, and all that. So the, the sleeping powder, because, yeah, the Mulan knew where the poppies were. Remember that whole oh, yeah, yeah. season two, I think it was? Yeah, yeah. Where she knew where it was. And yeah. so, yeah, Sleeping Powder was kind of Definitely. Mulan's deal. That was her thing. She's yeah. an expert in sleeping stuff. And Zelina and Arthur escaped again to wreak havoc and <laughs> problems. Yeah. But I thought it was really cool. The part that I thought was cool was the fact that... Um, the three other clansmen that wanted that were trying to vie for her hand in marriage actually came to her defense and yes, didn't demand right. yeah. you know that she's she can't handle herself once again they have to save her little bacon there you know i mean it was just kind of nice that they saw that she actually does have leadership qualities cuz she does she's got a she got a good head on her shoulders and she's a smart girl now i'm going to say this so i'm going to go out on thin ice here i mean I love Once Upon a Time. Yep. I enjoy the strong female characters. Mm -hmm. But I really tire that the male characters are never really strong or good or I don't know. There's only been a few situations where a male character has really kind of risen to the occasion and Mm -hmm. done the right thing. Yeah. I, I kind of get what there's. They're kind of redoing these old classic these classic fairy tales and they're making the female strong where the females normally were cleaning houses or, distress, or, right. or angry stepmothers or mean yeah. witches or this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And they're making them strong. They're giving them redemption arcs and all that, which that's cool, but it's just the guys are just jerks and not good fathers and making dumb decisions. Yeah. It's just, it's really kind of sad. So yeah, I just wanted hopefully to say they'll that. step up. I mean, David finally did. Yeah, Season one, yeah. David was. I wanted to hit him most of the time, right? But David's really been. But there's a secret on Neverland, uh, and well, I mean, okay, yes, that was. I wanted to hit him again for that. So, so season one, season three, season. F- Two, four, and five, he's pretty much stepped up, up to the plate and been better. There have been moments. He's had his moments, but he's been a lot better. But yeah, I just want to vocalize sta- that. Right, so but he hasn't that. stayed in that state. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. And even Rumpel has had his moments. I mean, look, they've all had their moments. Mm-hmm. Even the women, the strong, strong women have had their moments where you kind of go, seriously. Right. Um, because, you know, they're, they're people. You know, they're not just characters in a book. They're people, right? Yes. They're supposed to represent people. And that's kind of how people are, unfortunately. It's just, and that's that's why I like Once Upon a well, Time a lot. Well, not just because, reality. Yeah, and that's why I like Once Upon a Time a lot is because it gives a humanity to these characters and stories. And, yeah. you know, some people don't like that. 
very much. They they wanted to stay true to the animated feature, and but I I like the human side of things, even though it it deviates from that. But uh, yeah, the, I wrote the clans will follow Merida, and I yeah. did think that was very important. Yeah, it was very when important they, when they will follow a female mm-hmm. ruler yeah. and not a married female ruler, just a single female ruler. Yeah. I thought that was important. And I love when the witch returned to the recoronation mm-hmm. ceremony. Yeah. And it was revealed that the deal was really a test. Yeah. The, because Merida said, I'm not going to return the helm to you, the helmet to you. I'm not going to do it. And she said, you don't have to. It's, that's really wasn't what this was about, and it was really neat. Where I'm, I, I really enjoyed the fact that this witch, this magical witch, mm-hmm. was nice, yeah, and kind, and the the end result wasn't a Wise. bad thing, yeah. Yeah. and I, it was really very different than what we've seen right. before. We're used to seeing, you know, these bad characters what's it all is it what what's in it for me and that kind of thing and this is very different it's all it's all about the other person no 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 this wasn't for me it's for you yeah i was like that's really kind of cool so then with all the magical items here and the sleeping powder and all this we have magical ale yep now I've understood that you drink enough ale, you talk to anybody. And sure. sometimes you see things and yeah. all that. And so, wow. So then there was but some... But she didn't drink the ale. I know. That was, that was really funny. I, I was like, what is she doing? Isn't she supposed to drink it in order to see I him? guess just believing is enough, I, I, I guess. I guess so. And then somebody mentioned a story that mentioned Sinead, and I was thinking of Sinead O'Connor I know. and all that. I don't know what the legend of Sinead is. I, I would have to look that up. I'm sorry. I just... It's I, been it's a lovely... 18 hours and 15 days since I... I don't know. Something. <laughs> Written by Prince, I guess. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, but it was nice that she had closure with her yeah. father, and her yeah. father said, "You did it." That was an emotional. You did scene. well. That was a really emotional scene, and that, for me, <clears throat> and going back to you know that previous episode, watching Hook basically die right. on Emma right. should have made me tear up, and it didn't because I knew that he didn't die. So I was like, okay, it shouldn't. It should have made me get highly, highly emotional. Um, watching Merida and her father had mm-hmm. me crying. There is because something Amy Manson made me believe she really was grieving yeah. and missed her dad, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm feeling what she's feeling right now." So I that's, believe that's fantastic. I believe that I saw a tweet going around that they're really fighting for Amy Manson to get some type of uh, Emmy uh, nod. Oh, really. She and should. She's she really awesome. good. And I, there's something, not every family is um, a good situation. There, there, there are difficult parents and difficult sure. children, and it, it's, it's difficult. The family's not cookie cutter like the 50s would have you believe. And, but there's something powerful about maybe going back. Or, or somehow connecting to your parent or your father or your mother, whoever, and have them say, you did well. Yeah. And because 
sometimes, obviously, back in time, there was not you didn't live long. Right. And and even if you survived as a as a, a son or daughter of parents, your parents maybe didn't. Right. And so you just did the best that you could and, and so in your mind you think, Well, I know my parents or father is proud of me, but you know, this was really interesting because she got to talk to him. Yeah. And he said, You you did it. And there you have it. He is a prime example of a great dad. Right. Right. See? So there is. It's just not pervasive throughout the series. But it is. There are really good dads there. They're really good guys. Really good men that, you know, you kind of go, all right, cool. Unlike our friend Arthur. Yeah. The jackhole. So, and and we did did talk about um, Ruby and Mulan going off. On their adventure, yeah, so we did. We did talk about that. Yeah, and then the final scene in the Bear King is Merida now is basically hunting down Arthur. She's coming after Arthur. So good. <clears throat> she needs to. Yep. Because he's a jackhole. So she's got two weeks. She she's, does. There's a lot of time to. Oh, dude! If she can find a magical helm in t- less than 24 hours. She can find Arthur. Well, she would need Ruby, and Ruby's leaving, so. Well, no. Yeah. She can still find Arthur. So, yeah, this has been a v- probably the toughest, maybe next to when we discussed the doctor. <laughs> this is probably the toughest <laughs> oh, first thoughts. Dude. I think that I can remember. <laughs> so, for those of you listening that just started listening to us, this season or within the last couple of seasons, if you want to hear just the rant of all rants, go back to season two, one of our episodes, yeah. and listen to the one about the doctor, and then you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> so here's an here's an easy way, because th- there are so many episodes, just, just saying, that iTunes does not have them all. So the, here's what you do, if you so choose to listen yeah. to that that episode with the rant go to once upon a time podcast.com slash o u a t start go there uh it's really a great beginner's guide to once upon a time so read through everything when you come to the end you're going to see a list of all the early episodes i think from the first and second uh, season, I believe. And so you'll find, because I think the doctor was a fifth, fifth episode, episode of season two. Season two. Yeah. So then you can click on that and listen to that first thought specifically. And uh, maybe the main show, too, still adds some more. But anyway, that <laughs> yeah. was one of those that yeah. was a really tough episode to oh, to discuss. Dude. But not as tough as this. This was really, this was, was tough. It was tougher for you, I think. I, like yeah. I said, I love the storylines. I, you know, I really enjoyed the fact that they gave us some of, you know, some more of what's going on with Merida. And it, I know they're setting it up for what's coming because she's going after Arthur. Yay, finally. Yes. So we'll see how that kind of pans itself out. But it was tough because, I, again, my expectation was totally a continuation of birth and it just was not. And it 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 had a teeny tiny little itty bitty little piece to do with birth, and the rest of it was just all Merida. I was like, all right. okay, I love Merida, but yeah. Anyway, so that's it. That's all the notes I have. And if you have anything further, I think I think you've shared all that you yeah. want to share. 
So I want to send big love out to everyone. I want to remind you that big love is so big that you cannot keep it all to yourself. And why would you? Take what you need and pass on the rest to somebody else because everybody needs a little or a lot of love. Yes. So thanks so much for how you, ever you found us sharing with other oncers and, and all that. We really appreciate it. Retweeting is just the greatest thing because it really spreads the word on Twitter, which is really fantastic. So we appreciate that. We've had a number of people that have found the show because of that. And I want to say uh, hello to Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. Mm-hmm. And because uh, we have a new listener, oh, Tomas from uh, yes, Belgium. So that's correct. Anyway, take care. And with all the the sad things that are going on, if you however you want to help uh, France uh, recover uh, from the situations that happened there, do that. Uh, Red Cross or whatever you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That's important. It's very so important. until next time. Uh, which will be next Saturday. Just a quick reminder is sending in emails and different things. It it really doesn't matter. We're going to be cover both episodes right. for the next main show. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you only want to send an email on birth and then kind of think some more and then send another one for the Bear King, just kind of list which one it's about. And we will um, use that to put together the main show so until next time this is still jeff and colleen mm-hmm. <laughs> it is late so we will uh, be talking at you soon take care guys okay bye. bye thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the once upon a time fan podcast this is a Ronnie's own media production our website is once upon a time podcast.com You can contact us by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash contact. You can also connect with us on social media by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash connect. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, we invite you to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a number of ways that you can help us out, and we truly thank you for it. The Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast, where you experience more of the magic of ABC TV's Once Upon a Time.